I'm not going to be a dick. I was going to be a dick and make a snooze well, sound. Why? I don't know. That's why I stopped. It's like, why am I going to? What's gonna be the reason? Dick. There's nothing. There's not. I There's no myself. reason. Nobody it's, knows it's anything. It's weird, though, because there's like, no reason to hate the game, but everyone's just like, everyone's just like, ugh. I know. I'm just so yeah, like, I know you proactively and like, what's the word? What's animosity, but like, uh, the ad, the adverb about it? Like, uh, like, you're going to say something like animosity. Antagonistic? Antagonistic. Sure. Antagonistic works, but I want to know if there's like a word like that, but for animosity. For animosity? Yeah. There is. You're there just, definitely ap- you're just apathetic to it. You're just really apathetic to it. Definitely apathetic, but I'm not just apathetic because I go out of my way to be a dick about the game. That's and that's a weird that's a weird flex. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 206, brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. Uh, we're here again to talk about video games. Surprise. I am Trib Zero. I'm here with... Felix Sergood. And... Neo Aoshi. At the table again, dudes. We're locked into the table. On Sunday, too, might I add. We did it, guys. We did it. We, we, did we it. promised we'd be here on Sundays, every Sunday going forward, and uh, we delivered on that, even though it's WrestleMania right now. Yeah, it's fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're skipping WrestleMania. That. I hate that I'm missing it right to now. To deliver that, you don't. I do. Though. I don't. Dude, the best. <laughs> I don't. The best part, yo. The best part about Steve, uh, not Stephen Colbert, um, John Oliver's like skewering of the WWE mm-hmm. on um, treatment of wrestlers. His show. What's it called? Last week tonight. Yeah. The best thing about it was how many like every single time he would say some horrible thing that like Vince McMahon has done to the wrestlers. He would go, but you know what's really great and cathartic? Oh, we have a video clip. That can help you guys get through it, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. some video clip of Vince McMahon getting smashed in the face. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so good. in like a wrestling bit. In yeah. a wrestling bit, yeah. Because yeah. there's hundreds of because he was like part of the show too. Up. Well, he, he's there's he, Vince McMahon the person. He's a heel. Then there's Vince McMahon the character. Yeah, he's, right. a, he's a heel in the show. It's, it's Mr. Thing. Mr. McMahon. He's the he's the bad guy, dude. Anyway, um, what's up, guys? How's it going? Pretty good. Good. It's been a good well. good week. You guys have a good week. It was a shorter week because we recorded on Tuesday mm-hmm. last time, so now mm-hmm. we're back again. Um, obviously, not too much has happened since then, but there's some there's some cool little some nice little nuggets. developments, some nuggets of of conversation we can really really dive in. Absolutely, Felix. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Hmm. Uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid uh, yeah. that you asked not, that. Not, <laughs> look, not a whole hell of a hit lot. us with a. Mm. You know me. I love gaming. I love gaming all the time. And this week, I didn't know that. Um, Nick Cage. You don't say face. If you guys don't know about my particular branding in my stream, the two things that I do most is I collect trophies, right, and scream and try and I look. I'm not branding myself as a scream guy. <laughs> okay. I don't rage. I'm not a rage <laughs> gamer. Is it? Is it called Felix? Like fucking star star rage. You know, Star Star Hergood? No, it's not. Right. It's called Felix fucking Hergood. <laughs> I know I'm not proving my point. You're not. You're actually you're tanking your own point. Yeah, I'm tanking my point. I don't mm. fucking rage on the shit. I don't rage. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm branding myself as like basically I collect trophies. And then the other thing is I do couch co-ops. I do local co-op with friends. Mm-hmm. This week I did a local co-op that turned out to be a fucking disaster. Oh, no. Okay. So I started the local co-op. The conversation was with a friend of mine named Dabi Tafu. 
I basically said, he, he's a constant, hey, Dobby, he's a constant listener, listener to our show. No. So I said, Dobby Tafu, come on over, right? He comes over, he gets over here like around 7.38 in the morning or whatever. We're getting ready to start the stream. We get started. And I totally spaced, gapped on the fact that I told my friend God, short for Godzilla, I told my friend God. It still doesn't get any less funny. I told me me and God were talking. Me and God were talking. I told my friend God to come over and I forgot. And he texts me about 9 a.m. when we're in the middle of live streaming. Mm, Like, hey, Hey, man, or like, like, I'm 10 minutes away. What's going on? At that point, you can't be like, yo, it's so awesome. He types it in the chat. Oh, wow. What he like, he's watching the stream while he's like getting here. Yeah. You know, probably pulled up on his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he comes in and pandemonium ensues because I'm trying to find controllers and I'm trying to find <laughs> fucking a microphone that works for him. Yeah. I, I connect. Oh, I bet the the stress and the anxiety just hits you like I a wave. I connected one of those old um, lavalier mics we were using like a couple of hundred episodes back or whatever. I remember. I remember when we tried those. Dude, the la- I plugged, sad. It, plugged it in and the next mm, thing. Work. E- Yo, I plugged it in. And the next thing everybody fucking said was, "What's that wind sound coming through <laughs> your stream?" Well, because it's, it's probably all the the clothes rustling. No, I listened to it on the stream. It was like it was literally. It sounded like a wind tunnel. It was like, oh, that's some kind and of. I don't sound. know where it was. That's some kind of coming. hardware distortion. Then, yeah, or, whatever. Yeah. So I tried that. Um, Weird, dude. Finally, I got a microphone plugged in, handheld, and God had a. Had coat. another plan. Like, no, he had a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he had a jacket. Oh, Yo, he that had was a, good. He had like that a coat. Good. He had a coat or a shirt with a very large pocket on the front, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he took the whole microphone and jammed it in the pocket. Oh, that's actually amazing. And did the whole show with like this, like almost like a impromptu lav. It, it, it's what it's exactly what it, it was. was. It was amazing. A full size lavalier in the pocket. Anyway, my point to telling this anecdote: God solves problems. Though. God solves problems quick. That's my point. No, um, you, the. The just, point just gotta believe. The point of this anecdote is I needed to come up with a fast solution. So the first thing I thought of for the stream was get a shotgun mic. That was actually suggested by uh, Dabi Tafu at the yeah, end. Yeah, you, you mentioned this. Were you like going to point this? I literally was going to hang a shotgun above us. Oh. It would just be a shotgun mic that's above our heads. The theaters do that. I like, know. There are mics that hang to pick up stage sound just right. from the ceiling in like three or four spots yeah. along... Along the stage. And I just thought I, I thought I would do it that way, and I started pricing them, and most of them, really good ones, start at three hundred dollars. And I basically was like, "Fuck, dude." Yeah. Um, I have a shotgun, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you did, and you said you would bring it over, like a but, boom, right, boom you, thing. You said you were going to bring it over at some point, but like, I have to anyway. find it. I actually have no fucking clue nah. where it is, which is a shame because it's. A, I remember you bringing nice it over microphone. here. Maybe you just left it here, and I lost it. That could also be a thing. That could be true. It might be in the bottom of the fucking crate that stores yeah, all our shit. Because I definitely brought it over here for something. Yeah. All right, we're going to explore after the show. I bet it's in that fucking box, dude. It's, it could be. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, I just got so excited. Anyway, after searching and with a little help from my buddy Trab, mm-hmm. who we all know, who's been helping out we with do. the show for years. He's very handy. Trab made a suggestion that I had never thought about. And this simplifies all my issues with people coming over. It it. Balances out the sound of all the different people, so there's not like six different microphones. But we landed on a made by Audio Technica. The microphones we're using in front of us, made by Audio Technica. We landed on bro- a broadcast headset. 
So it's the kind of headset that they use on Monday Night Football. Yeah, you were you were describing this. Yeah, to mm-hmm. me. And I, I I started thinking in my head that this makes a lot of sense because then I don't have to mic people. I I don't really have to balance levels. I mean, I do, but it's not going to be an inconsistent experience per mic. It'll always be here. Yeah, and he made the point. He's like. These are the mics that are used on shows like Howard Stern. You see them wearing broadcast mics when they're talking to Stern. Oh, yeah, but I'm I mean, getting an idea now. Then, yeah. then again, you can, I mean, it's not really an argument. You could say like it's Stern. It doesn't. He, he can do whatever yeah, the fuck I mean, he wants. Joe Rogan uses the fucking um, desk mics. Sure. Uh, no, the uh, the Michael Jackson mic, the um, SM7B. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm I'm not saying that this is necessarily a good fit for what we're doing here. We could try it out one week because they're going to be okay. here in the studio. They're going to be available. I'm down. To, I'm definitely down to give it a shot. It's definitely. Like, you what, described this to me. Yeah. And the picture in my head was like, Oh God, that's going to look so goofy because Monday we'd, we'd, football. we'd look like sports commentators been like, wait, I guess we kind of are. We're, we're talking about games and commentating yeah. and like, it, it's not a bad vibe. It could make things a lot easier. It'll mm-hmm. definitely make a studio transition easier. Easier. Yeah. Try anything once. And I understand your – so I mentioned it to Neo, and Neo Mm -hmm. said that the cup – having this over your ears can – He actually said that you made – he said you made a face. I went – yeah. I I, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I did pantomime the face. I forgot to tell you that. I was like, oh. It's exactly the way he described it. You did like a – But it was – but it was was after – You got some – Got some headphone. I went through this. Things? Yeah. No, I went through this enthusiasm. We just watched your Zam. I know. I felt awful. And I went through. Oh, don't no. worry about it. Don't worry about it. You couldn't hide. I went through this enthusiastic. Hide I went through this enthusiastic. You know, I had the discussion with you first because yes. you're the kind of partial live producer. You have a lot mm-hmm. of ideas. I knew so, it was serious because he called me. I got a phone call from Felix Hergood. Yeah, I was like, I oh, God, I, I need to take this. Hello? <laughs> what is happening? Hello, Are you okay? Yeah. Hostage crisis? <laughs> what is happening? Um, Oh, but so excited too. But I was like ex- a, like I a, was excited, yeah. and then I, and I yeah. feel like I took the wind out of his sails. You know, <laughs> but well, he, I, he did. I, I, gave, I gave the whole <laughs> explanation, and yeah. then he's he's just like he was just like. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, it was so awkward. I felt so uh, bad. Uh, hit, standing hit, outside don't feel bad. Hit you Look. with the. It's literally that Peace GIF. of mind is this. Uh, it's that gif of um of fucking uh of Larry of Larry David Larry just David. like doing the like, huh? uh, uh, <laughs> from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, it's one of my favorite gifts. One Peace of, my of mind is this. The only expectation, if we decide not to use them for the show, that's fine. I'm still going to use them for the stream. Good. That's it's like a, I was no, worried that you made a like way, no a podcast a decision, and I was no. like, oh no, and I don't like it. And not you already bought a waste, them. Not a waste. He started off the conversation with me by saying, "I've already bought these." I don't expect money for them. They're going to be here. Then idea was after that. So that's, cool. he was very much yeah, like, that's cool. They're, they're going to no, exist look, with, it, with, in my defense. Yeah. I need to defend myself because I felt awful about that. I think that. you should. Oh, okay. De- de- defend. <laughs> yeah. He's like fucking, but fucking better. Tell me right look, now. I, what's I, your retort? I have headphones that I use when I stream. I don't particularly like wearing big headphones on my head. Yeah. I like earbuds yeah. just because, because, Okay, when I wear headphones, I my, my it makes my head hot. Yeah, right, it's a very weird personal thing. Got the hot head. No, um, it's, it's a common thing. It's that. That's the thing. It, it is common. pretty common. And the second thing it does <clears throat> is I when I can't hear my voice because these headphones are, are great, right? Like we we all have really nice headphones, and you can't hear your own voice physically. But that's what monitoring's for, right? Trips right. Out? 
Is that true? For sure. Yes, it's a part but, of it. But like, for example, when I'm streaming, I can't hear my own voice when I'm talking. I just hear like you guys in Discord when we're in a party. Yep. And I can't hear my voice. So what I'll end up doing is I'll be talking louder than I should. And mm. it really messes mm. up my equilibrium. And in combination with my hot head, <laughs> it just, it's not comfortable for me. I, yeah. So I like hearing my own voice right. not monitored, but around the room naturally while... I'm broadcasting. Right. My the Sennheisers that I have, they're open back, so they oh. don't close your your ears in like this. Like, cause you you can you can experience this by just literally putting your hands over your ears, and it sounds and then just opening. This the is back. what you hate. Oh, see, I don't you like hate, that. I don't you like hate that. this with this with your shit closed yeah, over your ears. Yeah, I don't like that. They're open back headphones, so that you you hear the room around you in mm-hmm. addition to the actual audio. And I like that for awareness, cause like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when we do Discord shows, I take one of my ears out, yeah. so I can hear my own voice when I'm talking, and I make sure I'm not I'm keeping yeah. my own voice. In we check. described this earlier as know. like sticking your foot out of, uh, of the, the bed under the blanket. You stick yeah. the, put the toe out to stay cool. It's at a night. perfect analogy. I, I don't <laughs> know if you guys have this problem, but this is an additional problem that has been occurring to me in the last like couple of months. Mm. But I've been getting some kind of weird itchy ear problem. Oh, the old And you'll ear. notice that. You'll see me like live, like go like this when I'm like live. Yeah. Because I'm getting like this like irritation on my ears. And I actually got put doc- some baby powder on those ear prescri- cans, you know yeah, what I mean? Gotta be honest, don't don't have the itchy ear. No, my my doctor ear. prescribed like a like a, a topical thing for mm. it. And I've been using it when it gets real bad. The old itchy ear. Like recently like, I, like there are levels to this itchy ear? Yeah, there's some days where I'm literally just doing this for like ten minutes, like like, <laughs> wow, you know, like it's bad. The itchy ear. Look, I'm willing to try the the headphones yeah. for a show or two. Yeah. We'll see how they go, but um, I'll do it. Bare minimum, I might kick and scream a bit. I want you guys. But I'll do it. You, look, can, you can poke an ear out. I'll poke an ear out on one of those. I'll poke an ear out. <laughs> it's fine. Pop the ear. Egg. Free the ear. Um, bare sure. minimum for BL two leading up to BL three, Borderlands two. Borderlands 3. I want to do a couch co-op. with An, the, an where, EG stream. Yes. Where all four... If we can't get locked, that's fine. But if we can do us three and Kevin Oates, maybe? Mm-hmm. Cool. A four-man BL2 couch co-op. We should get the actual couch in here. Some kind of a couch. That would be fucking dope. Yeah. Probably hard. Yeah. To accomplish, but... I don't, have, I don't have a couch lying around. Yeah. At least there went out of my parents' house. Rip. But anyway, mm. uh, that's really the reason. I wanted to make Couch Co-op a little bit easier, a little bit more accessible, easier to plug in, set up. I feel it, dude. And honestly, like if if it works and if it sounds good for us in the show sense, I think it'll help expedite the transition into the talk show vibe, which yeah. is something that I want to do for sure for the show, make it look very You've seen that, casual. Neo. You've seen people wearing those in talk shows, right? Pod, podcasts on what is what is kind of funny do they don't they, they don't just have mics they just have mics Got and it. they have a desk that which they repurpose for all their shows cool um I giant bomb does football. though giant bomb does wear they do wear headsets oh they do wear headsets yeah but they also have desk mics but they i guess they have it's to monitor their, their maybe they're just monitoring, yeah, monitoring. through their head yeah. headsets definitely definitely a monitor as thing. far as i remember i haven't wa- i don't really watch your show live but the the clips that i've seen when people post them i i see them have headsets on it's always like uh, like football or sports games where the people are outside, right? Which makes sense have, to me. That makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, because I'm sure like there could be wind, there could be well, the like distance when, between the. When mic, you see ESPN commentators a, sitting at a desk or whatever, they're always they're just talking. They got live leaders in probably. a studio. Yeah. yeah, they're they're. But they're the one just, thing that this will help yeah, with like Neo, yeah, yo, the one thing this will help with is the biggest problem I have 
No offense. This is not me. Oh, no. I'm definitely it's, really bad it's at where talking you're the mic. Not, yeah. Like when you're not on the mic, that can be problematic. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, I'm really, really, really bad. bad. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> talking, exactly. Talking in the mic, guys. But if you, have the, if you have the headset on and then the mic's coming down, and this is really more important, not for you guys, because you guys have been talking on mics for a while. So I, you know, that's not really a criticism that mm-hmm. I have. But like when somebody like God or Dabi Tafu comes over for, for the first time, they're not was, familiar with the mic. They're not familiar with mic, yeah. mic presence. Yeah, it's amazing that God isn't familiar with mics. Yeah, he's just, God is terrible with mic presence. Hmm. He created everything. He, he created it. He, <laughs> he would know <laughs> you, you, you how would to use think. a microphone. He doesn't know shit about audio. Wow, the things you learn. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Yeah, I'm rolling to try it out. How was your week? Neil, I had a very interesting week. Yeah, did you? First off, let me just say I got I got our first press kit for a for like an indie game coming out to Switch. That's dope. Yeah, I know it's really cool. It's called um getting them codes. Sent. Oh, that's what I was fucking looking up before the show. So you were looking up the name of the, the game. name of the game. <laughs> Shit, and I just got it because I didn't, didn't have time to do name it. Drop fail. I yeah, know, this, I know. This, I got to talk. Really we we well. would have dropped your name, but no, we're not going to now. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it later. Uh, We've already started it? down the down the road now, dude. Oh, here, Overwhelm. Got it. Overwhelm, Overwhelm is the game. Is is the game? It's called and PC and I, only, right? No, it's actually already. It's on PC, but it's on Switch Ooh. as well. So I got a Switch code for it. Yes, if there's ever a Switch get option more than for one anything, Switch, Switch, is, Switch is the way to go. Buy, yeah. So this game is it's a 2D platformer. It looks an a la Metroid. It looks like okay. You're you're like a little army dude who shoots things, mm-hmm. and the controls are really. When I first picked it up, the like, controls are really like difficult. Too? Would you call it like Contra? A little bit, but like everything's red. Okay. All right. I'll try. I'll pull up some screenshots from this here press kit because I can say that. That makes me feel real good to say. Um, Coming up in the world. What's it a road lo- roguelike? Kinda. Yeah, and it's also co-op, which is kind of cool. Um, you can play it. That's perfect. Co-op. Um, Dude, I'm totally down for this. Um, so I'm just. Oh, they literally sent you like, yeah, um, like assets for marketing. Correct. Like official. Correct. That's dope. I know. I was really. I was like, oh, this is. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Real, got, got the real Dropbox link there, dude. It's, lo- it's yeah. loading. Yeah. Um, it's loading because it's probably so big and full of quality and clarity. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. But from what I played of the game, it's very difficult. The first hurdle for me to get over was the way they had the controls set up. Because like jump is like on one of the triggers, and then like you can trigger jump is weird. Yeah, it's really strange. And then like there's a shooting, and then there's like a what? Yeah, um, they changed uh, guns, gore, and cannoli. Oh, I was watching your stream when you and Kevin Oates literally started too, and you're like, oh god, they changed all these controls around. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the jump is now the left trigger. Oh, I don't, I don't like the idea of that. So like I'm trying to get I'm trying to show you guys some shots. So it's like all red and it's like a, it looks very much like a la Metroid. Oh, these are really sorry. Dropbox link is being really weird, That's but fine. but like you're like a little okay. pixel dude. Yeah, yeah. And um, you run through. It's co-op, so you can play with people uh, locally. Um, and that's probably four-person co-op too. I th- I don't know. I didn't I didn't see that. Fuck yeah, dude. I don't know if it's four person. Don't quote. Don't quote anyone on that. I really <laughs> you don't. Said I, it's screen- probably four person. He goes. I don't know. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, just make the up your own narrative. About the screenshots just show two player characters. Created our own so. narrative. Fuck yeah. Jesus. Four person co um, Let's fucking go. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this game. Um, I also I went to New York this week, so I thought I would I would Ooh. I, I went I would play a little bit more NYC action. Um, I'll tell you why in a minute. But on my trip, I did a few things. I played. Or first off, I bought Jason Schreier's book, Blood, Sweat, Oh, Pixels. nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. So I read, I got through a few chapters of that. Really, really cool because he dives into how um, 
a lot of these production companies, these, these studios, like the problems that they go through to get these games made. And it is no easy feat. Chapter one is all about Obsidian, uh, a la oh, Fallout uh-huh. New Vegas fame. Um, and among other games, they're making that Outer Worlds game currently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this talked about Outer how, Worlds looks dope. how like they were they had a game canceled by Microsoft that was supposed to be published. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving I'm just gonna give you a brief rundown. Did you start? You, so you're, this is actually from the book. You're reading the book the right book. now. Yeah, yeah, reading Got the book. Cool. Um, and like they talked about that's it. Blood Audio, sweat. Audio book, baby. Does he read it or something? no? Nah, some dude. No, I'm not gonna lie. Jason, I listen to Jason's pro- podcast and his voices. I mean, I love him. But it's not. It's not. Not, a, not a voice you want to listen to. It's yeah. It's it, it's okay. That's all I want to put that. Um, but we, we the, love you, Jason. but he's like a fantastic reporter, and the book is oh, really interesting. Sure. And it's if you care about game development, then it's like this is a this is a book that really shows you what happens. Um, yeah, I'll check out that audiobook, dude. Cool. Yeah. Um, re- it's the book is next on my list. I'm well, reading like, a book currently, but I'm after it's done. I'm this be reading the, the first chapter, which is Jason. about Obsidian, and they talked about how like they got this game canceled that Microsoft was publishing, um, and they had to let go like 50 employees, and it was like they didn't know where the next game, the next money and project was going to come yeah. from. And a bunch of the higher ups went to like the 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 president, like the CEO of Obsidian, and they were like, "Look, man, uh, Double Fine of Tim Schafer, uh, Tim Schafer's studio just had a really successful Kickstarter for Broken Age, that game that that mm, became Broken yeah, Age." Yeah. Um, and he and he, he did not want to entertain the fact of Kickstarter. They didn't see it because like there was always a, a relationship between publishers. And it was either publishers were giving you the money, or you used the money that you had from other. Didn't want to go outside the. Uh, didn't want to go outside the lanes that were presented. Yeah. And then it talked about how, like, look, we're gonna put this, we're gonna pitch you this game, we're gonna put it on Kickstarter and see if people want it. And which eventually became, I want to say, Pillars of Eternity. It was one okay. of the, like the D and D style top down games, mm-hmm. the, the isometric games that were very. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was just like a really in- that was like just I'm just talking about one chapter. They go through all every chapter is labeled like. Diablo three destiny. Like there's a destiny. Ooh, I, chapter. Can't, I can't wait. Yeah. To re- you know, I'm going to fucking love that destiny chapter. So I read that. Um, and I got Animusha for a switch. Oh, nice. And I dude. played that a little bit too. Nice. Uh, what, so that was fun. What is Animusha? It was a PS2 game. It was an early Capcom game. And when you look, when you play this game, you're like, Oh yeah. Resident evil was totally an influence in this because it's got, it's a Capcom game. How do you spell that? Animusha. Yeah. O N I M U S H A. Warlords. So you can see there's a lot of influence because it has fixed camera ang- angles. Mm-hmm. So like every scene is like it's very much Resident Evil one and two and three. You yep. know, like those classic styles. But you're a samurai. Um, there's puzzles just like Resident Evil, kinda. Um, you pick up files just like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's so Ninja much connection samurai to it. Files. But it poises itself more as an action game. Okay. So you're it's just a it's like a, you're like you're a samurai fighting demons. Does it have the controls of the original? No, it's not Resident tank Evil? controls. Not so tank it controls. So fucking moves. All right, good. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can movements a lot better in this. And I think they did a lot of quality of life fixes. Um, the graphics were a little spruced up. Um, so I'm gonna dive into that, and I like having that on the Switch. That was one of my favorite games back. Dude, that actually back in the looks day. really fucking awesome. I might fuck with it. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. Don't don't you don't have to purchase it yet. I'm not gonna buy it now. All right, cool. I know. I'm worried about it. It's a thing that you do. I'm, just, I'm worried about it. You guys it. do understand that the reason I buy things live here is so I don't forget. Oh, cool. Well, like, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? If, yeah, if, for sure. But I'm not going to rip rip on that until I read more about it. Yeah, don't rip cool. it. So the main reason I was going to New York was... I, I do w- screenshots to remember things. That's my remembering. Got it. It's a good thing. call. Oh, I have lists. Do. I make lists. Yeah. I um, love lists. So the main reason I went to New York was uh, the YouTube group, Kind of Funny 
were on the East Coast in New York for WrestleMania, funny enough, something that we talked about earlier. It's happening right um, now. Not when you listen to this. They had a big meet and after, greet but. at this bar, and fucking 300 to 400 people showed up. Holy shit. It, you would not believe. I got pictures of like see, like fields of people, and funny Damn, enough, dude. we were right next to the Seinfeld Diner. Where they, oh, you yeah. know, what the I mean? exterior of the, the diner. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it was dope. on the corner, and like, was it called Tom's Diner? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is Tom's Diner. I got a picture of it. Um, but like, two doors over was this bar, which was flooding out. And it's funny because people were walking by, going, "Yo, this bar ain't that good." <laughs> um, just as a joke, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so I met the whole kind of funny crew. It was a lot of fun. They nice. were they were pretty nice guys. I got them to do sign they, my. Do they Vita. recognize you? Because you're pretty active in their like Discord um, communities. Yeah, I told like, when, when the, your username comes out. Are they like, "Oh shit, I've seen you do X Y Z." Uh, Andy Cortez recognized me, uh, and I think Nick did too. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm Neo Yoshi in your Twitch chat," and like they, that's Got that's it. like how that's how they they recognize people. Um, but dude, they're they were dude. They stood outside of this bar for like three hours, just like people lined up in orderly fashion just to talk to them that's and awesome. get a picture. Um, uh, I would like to think if we ever had a that. level of success anywhere near kind of funny, like I mean, of course I'd stay and talk to fucking everyone. The one of the oh my to god, me because like. And, I can't imagine because like it seemed like Greg Greg had obviously the longest line and he spent like a whole bunch of minutes with each person and to do that and to like recognize that you're like you've been put in this position where people like your stuff and watch your things and people that are coming to visit you in New York are the ones or they're the reason that you are where you are exactly like like the people who are there are like the Patreon supporters and the people who subscribe on iTunes on um on uh Mm -hmm. on Twitch and stuff and even someone who's sitting in your chat just getting your view count up is 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 everything integral to your success and I think they re- they recognize that they talk about that regularly, like how much it means to them. And I I personally believe them when they say they they do that because they they do all these things like they try and get to these locations. This is the first time in a very long time they've been on the East Coast because they don't they, they go to Pax East, but like I miss them the, the year. Where are they based? Are they based in LA? San Francisco. They're in Got San Francisco. It. What was the name Got of the bar? Ease Bar. Ease Bar. E apostrophe S. Literally just like the letter E apostrophe S. Um. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I got them to sign my Vita. I saw that picture. I had all my, yeah. That's dope. Because you, um, you were wondering what to get signed. I think we didn't settle on anything on, no. on and last thinking, week. I was thinking a shirt, but I was like, no, I want to wear shirts. I want to wear the, the shirts. The Vita's a really good color. Um, the Vita, I can now retire. I'm going to put nail polish over it or like clear nail polish to mm-hmm. preserve it. And then I'm going to put it on my shelf. And then there it is. Um, but actually, Joey Noel, their community manager, mm-hmm. um, recognized me because we used to have like community meetings on Discord. Yeah. In yeah. the Discord. So... She 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 knew who I was right away when she saw my name tag. Everyone had name tags with their Twitch names mm. on them, which is pretty yeah, fun. So you know, yeah. who, so you know who's who. Yeah, it was it was That's cool. That's dope, dude. Sounds like a lot of fun. It was it was tons of fun. Um, other than that, I played a little bit of Division Two. I got myself to World Tier Five. Nice, congrats. Um, and that is literally all I've done. And I know they had a massive patch drop. I can't talk about because I don't. I haven't been able to like really experience yeah. what the game is after the patch. Yeah, um, I haven't. I haven't played any of the. Uh, Title base and World Tier Five content. I just did Destiny all this week. That's cool. Yeah. We talking the division a little bit. I, I played. Yeah, I mean, I had not. I have nothing to contribute. Unfortunately, I, I yeah. don't really either. I mean, I I tried out the new chem launcher changes. Nice. Um, feel, I feels good to me. Like I think I think pulling it out as like a like a sidearm, perfect. Per- yeah, perfect. but you you mentioned before the stream something that I didn't know if it, from playing a whole six hour stream with it. What's that? I didn't realize I could double t- click it. Yeah, double double clicking on most of the uh, skills will do some sort of it, it performs some other action. 
you have to read the skill. Like the skill in your skill menu will show you what happens when you single click or double click mm. or whatever. Um, I'm gonna check that. That out. just shows you videos too, doesn't it? It does. It yeah, does. It's it's a really nice menu. Um, and it's very useful. Uh, so I'm actually so this week I think I'm gonna like the apparel invasion event is going on currently. Yeah. What's the explain that a little bit? So they're offering all, like like 30 unique cosmetic items mm-hmm. that you can get through caches, uh, completing different activities. I already and, got some of them. Yeah, yeah, and you and there 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 are no duplicates. So when you open the box, oh, it's something really nice. new. Cool. So I got, like, I got Outcast gear. I got yeah. um, gear from two of the the other factions. The only oh, you can wear shit from like the enemies. Yeah. Correct. Factions? Yeah, I got an I got an Outcast helmet. Oh, yeah, I got well. a Sun's hat, a True Sun's hat. Yeah, yeah, and uh, an Outcast um, pair of pants. And, and I think every time you level, you'll get your normal cash, and you'll get one of these apparel caches. I think. I think so. Um, also, there will be a lot of projects that you can do that will give you these things as well. And that's for like two or three weeks, I want to say, to do that. So cool. I'll, I'll be playing that, just trying to earn stuff. And we um, have the raid on the 25th I'm gonna, of April I'm of ga- this I'm month. Gonna, that's what I've got to do. i gotta got to buff up for I, that thing. i got to gear up. And that's, that's one of those things where um, obviously you have to be endgame, but the only mm. way to play it is if you actually LFG friends. You have like, to put the no, party to there's yourself. No matchmaking. No matchmaking for this. So I will never be playing that. Good. Oh, I'm sorry, come on, dude. Come on, don't don't. You s- I'm good with say it. that. I'm fine with it. I don't um, care. But I think we have a nice core group of people to pull from on the PC side. We do. There's a our, our division group in our Discord is popping. Quite healthy. That's the way to put it. It's yeah. Quite healthy right now. Quite popping. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna always people. That will probably that be support, me this week. Guys. I was tricked into. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Felix. I mean, well, uh, I don't play. In, I'm playing council, council. He said, "Thank you for the support." I thought it was. No, I wasn't being sarcastic. Actually, that time. Oh, <laughs> I just, yeah. oh. you can never. Um, tell. A moment of no sarcasm. I was. I was no tricked sarcasm. into reactivating my Final Fantasy 14 account. You tricked. I was tricked. Do you know? I still. I I pay for it to this day. Really? And you haven't? Oh my god! I haven't that's, that's touched Crazy to me. That's crazy. But I pay so little because I was a pre. Uh, oh, reboot member. I figure like it's fine. It's like oh, a couple shit. bucks. I don't buy like oh, I was gonna say I don't buy Starbucks here. I'm fucking with a cold brew, but like I don't really buy coffee every day. Right. Like that's my coffee money that mm, it would be. Like mm. I, it's seems Weird. like a big thing, but it's not really a big thing. Yeah, I came home after I came home and my roommate was like, I did something, Neo. Oh no. And he showed oh, me no. that he reactivated his he was like logged into Final Fantasy oh, and so I was you like did it. Why are you doing this? And we got someone in our Discord that like plays it yeah, regularly. Yeah. He actually shit Rowan from the Discord. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Uh, he met us at E's Bar because he lives in New York. I thought I saw someone yeah. like chatting in the Discord about like, oh, maybe I'll like go yeah, to yeah. too. Funny enough, he's he's a guy I've known for many many. So you years. hijacked the kind of funny meetup to have an emergent emergent gamer, gamer meetup. meetup. Exactly. <laughs> it was a little. It was at the corner of that's, the bar. That's dope. Um, that's really funny. It was fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I don't know if I'm going to dive into that. I reactivated my, my activated my account for a month. Dude, I, I logged in and was like, holy shit, what the fuck do I do? And every like time, that's the problem every with time those I games. turn that game on. Um, I'm still paying for Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, but you like but you're hop, playing but you, it. You're but actively you, playing it. Yeah, I'll you'll be, hop yeah, in I'll like be, in a week or two. I'll be dude, all I do is I I log into Final Fantasy 14 once a year because I'm just like oh let me see what's going on. What are you collect, guys doing? Collect all these like free clothes that I have because I've been a member for X amount of years. Yeah. Like I can dress up like Advent Children. Yeah, like yeah, I just, yeah. got all of this like random shit. And they I'm give like, you oh, that for being a long time. I'm gonna run around. Oh, there's there's a lot of things happening. All right, well see you in another year. All right, well that's but there's too many games to juggle. Because all of the games that I play are like at, at the core, they require an your RPG time. loot grind. Doesn't matter what the the coat of paint is over it. Mm-hmm. There's a game that is persistent in its world, and I have to collect shit. And I'm just too 
fucking obsessive about these kind of games to be like, oh, I'll just play all of them. And that's the that's the problem I'm going to have is, is like, they I don't all want your time. I'm not going to have want if I want to do division, I can't do both that and Final Fantasy. I just, no, I just can't. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm playing um, Division Two right now, and I can't do Elder Scrolls Online. That is gonna, yeah. Like, like Division takes the the place of that right. kind of grind. Division game. Two and three Destiny characters is testing my limits. Oh God! I just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ is Jason Bourne. Jesus Christ is Jason Bourne. <laughs> later in this month, later this month, I got Days Gone. And, yeah, uh, I want to play which, it, but I don't know. Days Gone, I'm gonna do the whole story on. So the whatever I'm, I'm not playing, gonna be a dick. I was gonna be a dick and make a snooze. Sound. Gonna, why? I don't know. That's why I stopped. It's like, why am I going to... What's gonna be the reason? There's nothing. There's not... I there's no myself. reason. Nobody it's, knows it's anything. It's weird, though, because like, there's no reason to hate the game, but everyone's just like, everyone's just like, ugh. I know. I'm just so, yeah, like... I know. Another I know proactively and, like... What's the word? What's animosity, but, like, uh, the ad... Is adverb about it? Like, uh... Like, you're going to say something like animosity. Antagonistic? Antagonistic. Sure. Antagonistic works, but I want to know if there's like a word like that, but for animosity. For animosity? Yeah. There is. You're there just, definitely ap- you're just apathetic to it. You're just really apathetic to it. Definitely apathetic, but I'm not just apathetic because I go out of my way to be a dick about the game. That's and that's a weird that's a weird flex. It is. <laughs> for that, uh, get for that. There's a noun. When it comes down to vitriol. it, Days Gone looks like a top-tier production game. It looks, it looks yeah. very much like a very well-crafted experience. And there's nothing that tell, shows me otherwise that it's not going to be an amazing Is game. Is it Animus? What comes from the Latin Animus? He's looking up entomology, guys. Am I feeling Right now, feeling Trip, Trip is looking through wikis for I entomology. That's okay. I, I was looking shit, up dude. your ease bar next to Tom's Diner, and there's two ease bars. There is. York. And it's funny because uh, some of them were late because they went to the wrong ease, ease bar. Did you go to the one uptown? No, I went to the one downtown. Oh, <laughs> What's fucking up with that New York did? people. Uh, um, anyway, so... I was thinking of the movie Singles. Where uh, this woman goes on a, a video date, and then she goes to meet the guy, and she goes to this bar. It's empty, and she's been sitting there for like an hour, like dressed to impress. And they went to the wrong. They and then both she went goes, to the wrong bar. You've been sitting here a while. Did you know that there was another one uptown? And she's like, "There's another one." And then she has to. Never mind. I'm gonna fucking shut up. Nice. That's a good. <laughs> I love New York. <laughs> it was pretty fun being there. I do. Um, it's great. So how about we? Mm, it's, guys, a ra- it's a it's rare in its adjective form, but it is animus. Like the thing from uh, Assassin's Creed, the animus. No, not that kind oh. of. Well, anyway, animus. speaking of animus, but same <laughs> root Latin word. I have an awful lot of animus toward that. No. no, you're using it as a noun. In that case, it would be animosity. Animosity is the noun. Oh, well, what, spe- what are you saying? It's an adjective. Yeah, it'd be an adjective. Yeah. Well, well, so, speaking of animus. The Animus. The Animus. The animus. What a transition. Uh, Ubisoft had a bunch of leaks this week. Ubisoft. You ready to talk about some news, guys? Leaky Ubisoft syndrome. Yeah, let's do it. So two things leaked this week. First thing, week in Division leak. 2. We- weekly leaks. The we- <laughs> weekly leaks. I'm sorry. The weekly leaks. The, week- the weekly leaks. There's always something leaking, dude. From Ubisoft especially. Yeah. Um. So first off, I think Division in Division 2, someone found... This isn't like a leak. This is like a hint. They it's found- a hint, but... You, you, you're reading the tea leaves because they're not very subtle about what they're hiding with this. Right. It was like in the game, there's like a poster Have for you seen this? Have you seen this poster? I, I saw a screenshot yeah. of it, yeah. It's, it's a poster of, uh, it doesn't say Assassin's Creed, it just says like Vikings, and it's like a picture of a Viking, but the telltale sign is that in this Viking's hand, he's holding uh, the Apple, the of, apple Eden, of Eden, which, oh. is a, which is a huge 
like piece of technology in the Assassin's Creed lore. It's a, it's a left, major story. Left there by uh, spoilers from the old Assassin's Creed games. Left there by this first civilization that has inhabited the Earth before uh, humans as we know them today. Whether they're aliens, whether they're just pre-humans that have evolved or whatever. We don't really know. They're just the first civilization. But they had these magical... You sure they weren't just being cheeky? Who's... What? Like Ubisoft, there was just it, that. Like it's well, not their intention. They've done this to before. Tease. This is, but that's the thing. There's a track record for they, this. They uh, they hint yeah. at other games all the time. Yeah, in their own games. Yeah, but a lot of studios but, but do this. Like Bungie they, hid a Destiny poster in uh, Halo. Which Halo was it? Reach. I think it was Reach. I think yeah. it was Reach. Have they have they ever done it for a game that hasn't been announced or released? I want to say yes, but I can't give you an example. Yeah, like the haven't. only example I can think of in my head is Watch Dogs with Black Flag. And Watch Dogs and Black Flag were both released when they did it. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the idea... They were, close in, they were close in proximity to launching? They were both out. Yeah, huh, like okay. I was playing... I don't know which, which I played first, but I was playing... Um, I must have played Watch Dogs first. I don't remember. But the point is, is I never picked up the reference in Black Flag, but I did mm. pick it up when I... No, I must have played Black Flag first, because when I was playing Watch Dogs, yeah. there was this reference to this guy who... Because uh, Watch Dogs took place in Chicago, mm-hmm. and there was there was a side mission you did where you had to kill the guy who runs the, the, the Abstergo company yeah, 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 yeah. in Black Flag. Because Black Flag, when you leave the Animus... And was there... Oh, and there was like a hint in Watch Dogs about like a different Assassin's Creed game? I'm, no, I no, think. No, I, I'm saying that the only experience I had with them referencing is related to games that are already released. They, they reference each oh, other. Oh, gotcha. Almost like they're trying to create a shared universe between their games. Yeah, they sure. do. Yeah, I mean, they, they exist together. Yeah. Because of those stories and those yeah. plot points. Huh. Yeah, like somebody was saying that that what's happening in the division is somehow related to um, s- something that went down in Ghost Recon, but I'm not really sure. That's what I'm finding out right now. Ghost yeah. Recon apparently had an event and referenced a company that Ubisoft fans recognize as pointing to like some kind of Tom Clancy, yeah, uh, like franchise. I mean, they're both Tom Clancy games. It makes fucking logic sense. It, you know, yeah, but like some future future content, right? But yeah, anyway. it's uh, it's pretty telling. Yeah. So, I, what do you think about that? What do you think about a? I think a Viking setting is perfect for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but like, I don't, dude. I was, vi- I'm feeling, and I'm still feeling very blah about it because, you know, because I, I haven't like, played the new ones yet, but mm. I know they're not like the old ones, and I love the old ones. And I don't want to be that guy who's like just like, oh, I just like the old ones for the old ones. But like, when I was your, yeah, exactly. But these new ones, it's like ancient civilization and fucking play the game for a million years and it's like oh next year a new ancient civilization like we're going mad ancient we're not we're not fucking with like cool medium technology time frames like i know japan was a rumor forever like like a meiji era japan to would be, be honest amazing. with you i'm like, tired i'm done with western civilization i'm done with it yeah like japan wouldn't be a western civilization no I'm, i want a japan I what about want china china yeah like it no that shit would be dope but like and, All not, these... and not some throwaway game that's a side-scroller that you just fucking half-baked based on another game. I'm sure it'll be dope, but right now the concept actually does not excite me. Interesting. You have to see it in motion then? Yeah. Maybe. Wait. Yeah. It'll, probably, they, like, it'll probably be set Greeks up... Greeks didn't excite me. Mm-hmm. Um, Egypt, Egypt does. I fucking love Egypt. But, mm-hmm. like, 
if we go down this theme of just like now we're doing a big ass Viking game, yeah, five hundred hour game, like that. Yeah, I know that, and that's the new the new <laughs> the new trend in the Assassin's Creed games. Kind of turns me off a little bit because I don't the five hundred hour game. Yeah, f- it's it, yeah, and if it's like especially that setting, mm-hmm. well, they think Vikings could be cool, yeah. but Vikings don't intrigue me enough to play a game that I know is going to be like just like these other current massively just open world hour sinks. I don't care about Vikings enough to put time into that framework of video game. But I Felix, think it's the best way for me to put they, it. They, Felix, that's for you then, right? Well, because I watch the show Vikings, uh, I'm going to be interested in it because more than likely there's going to be a crossover to many of the characters that are featured in the lore of Vikings. And would you say if, if you liked the God of War game, the new one? Yes. And then if you like the God of War game, supplement. it's a continuation yeah, mm-hmm. it's of that c- kind of theme. Uh, also, The Last Kingdom is something that I'm going to watch soon. Cool. Which is the other Viking show. I just don't like the concept of like having to level up gear to be an assassin when the whole point of the power fantasy is to be an assassin. Hmm. Uh, that's many people's... Like, I'm in the Assassin's Creed Reddit, and that is a constant theme of complaint. Like, people are like, man, remember... Like, there's so many people who are just, like, reminiscing... Yeah, remember like dropping like, off of a remember roof the, and just remember the day when you him? were just an overpowered assassin from the very beginning and could just play the whole game like a god. Your biggest enemy was yeah. the uh, was the tracking of your of your yeah, attacks yeah. <laughs> and running and like colliding with the environment. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. it was a smart, really smart move to offer with the goddamn um, season pass of Odyssey mm-hmm. the, the ability to get the Assassin's Three Assassin's Creed Three remaster for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just downloaded that, so you're gonna see that when I finish Odyssey. I've been thinking about a, a rerun of those oh, games. I'm I'm gonna do the remaster. I don't know if I can do one again, just solely based on the end. The end was awful, even though one was so cool. Uh, one was the uh, very end was awful because it for surprisingly a, a game, holds up. It no, really no, holds up. It does, but combat in the game was so terrible, like sword combat. And yeah, the game yeah, existed yeah. on sneaking. Then at the end of the game, spoilers, not really. Um, they force you through a an open area nowhere to hide or really jump an open area field gauntlet of just soldiers and have to fight them yeah and i'm just like this game is not designed for this and it just felt awful yeah i did replay that that game was one of my first stream games oh was it really yeah and i told you remember i had that guy the one guy watching me for for hours assassin's creed master (laughs) <laughs> his, his funny name. he was giving me tips he was sitting there the whole time because i couldn't remember the game or how to play it and i'm just playing and this one guy was watching me for hours his name was assassin's creed master and he just kept going yeah no you got to do this and you know jump off that and da, 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 da. you know it was like yeah you know hit the x button dude you're doing it wrong <laughs> you know and I'm yeah, just yeah. Like, the backseat gamer great. well it is rumored this this e3 at ubisoft's conference we will see that Probably a, a tease of the. I'm, uh, I'm definitely game. intrigued to see more, but right now the concept alone doesn't. Well, look, they get got me they got the ship combat down by now, Hell right? Yeah. So if that's a huge thing in Vikings. You'll probably see a lot of the ship. Definitely, combat. the Greek ships in Odyssey are closer in proximity to the design. So, like, they're going to be reusing Greek ship assets to oh, be yeah. Viking assets. Oh yeah. Um, well, speaking of things we might see at E3, 
at in Ubisoft's conference. Yeah. Um, there is a rumor that the next Watch Dogs will also be shown off this year. Mm. Um, maybe not Vikings this year because they might do um, a scheduled release where they'll do Watch Dogs and then Assassin's Creed, then Watch Dogs. Like it sounds like that's what they're trying to they're trying to spread out their their release. So you're you not just getting Assassin's. Well, Creed they haven't really telegraphed that, that they're taking a year off. No, they haven't. They haven't yet. That's what, that's my guess. This is my yeah. prediction. That's just that's just me. Got it. Um, but. Call it. It's rumored that the next Watch Dogs will be set in London because there was a patch in uh, that was revised the ending of Watch Dogs 2 that kind of showed off uh, references to Brixton, a location in the UK. Oh. So Wait, you said revised the ending of Watch yeah, Dogs 2? apparently. Apparently, yeah. God damn it. I never finished Watch Dogs 2. Now I'm pissed that I don't know what happened originally. Oh. So people were talking about I how... I don't like retcons. Uh, I've, I've only finished one. An interesting part of this because they're gonna. People are saying like, how will this affect the combat of Watch Dogs? Because uh, firearms are not really legal there, right? No one's carrying firearms. No. So it's gonna it's gonna pose like I mean, a different kind of thing. Not. I don't think it's an issue. You could just have someone be like, hey, here's your gun. I got this illegally. Yeah, I'm your. I, I don't I'm think your shooting fucking, is the central th- thing. And I'm Watch your Dogs Q. Either, you, know? you know, haha. We're, James Bond joke. We're in England. I'm Q. Here's your gun. Easy. But yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to see um, uh, London in a modern game because last time we've, I've no, I, I know I've seen London was what is that in Saboteur Syndicate? Saboteur? One hundred percent not London. <laughs> That's not London. No, well, can't believe we're still talking about this. We're talking about Ubisoft, and <laughs> yeah. the, and the, and you don't point out that the last game I didn't play that it. that you didn't play. Uh, Syndicate? I didn't play Syndicate, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, with this I don't point, think many people played Syndicate. This leads me to believe that they're picking, they are 100% picking Watch Dogs location in London because, so they can reuse assets. Probably the whole map. No, it's, the game is too far. It's yeah. too far past that development-wise. They get, yeah. And, okay. and they, um, they designed that London so they have big open streets for carriages and stuff, right? And you got you got yeah. around differently in Syndicate. I know you you played it more there was, than uh, I actually did. I never got to Syndicate because th- you know me ways. that I, I have to play all the way through, and I was still on the I'm still on uh, Unity with the French one. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were there were two ways to get around. One was you later on in the game you unlock this like this thing that allows you to shoot uh, basically a like a rope. It was called like the rope shooter or something. <laughs> we can call it a grappling. This hook. thing that lets you shoot a rope. It was called the rope shooter. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! Wow. Well, <laughs> But you, you, it was really cool. When you're on a roof, you basically just look in the direction of a loot of, of any roof. Didn't they have that in one of the Ezio games, the third Ezio the game? The third Ezio game had something, but it didn't work as well as this. Like you can I fucking love the Ezio you trilogy. sit on the edge of a roof in Syndicate and just look at the next roof. A little icon shows up for the marker of where you're going to go, mm. and you fire it, and then you, it literally is a rope across. The uh, chasm because yeah, the bi- the buildings were more spaced. Right? Yeah, they had but, to make up for the. the but space the only thing buildings. that was weird about it is, if you were going down, you would just slide, right? But if you shot it at a roof that was above you, you had to do this thing where you would pull yourself. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you had, you're right. You're not going to slide total, upward. Like no, 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 no. I know. I thought it was a uh, when the, I first got the device. I thought it was like uh, had a mechanical pulley in it that would. Like, oh like a, yeah, almost yeah. like a, a well. A in that case, it would make sense. Yeah, yeah, but it it, it didn't have that. Like it, it I mean, it, it's the mid nineteenth century. It is, yeah, it's eighteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if sounds they have little, gas engines. That sounds or, very fancy. 
Look at my magical pulley device. Yeah, it's not a steampunk game. It's not, yeah. no. Well, I'd Look at my jetpack. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the other way to get around in that was the but the carriages, but they were fucking wonky. Well, the train, there was a train that was always moving. Oh, and that, that was you could yeah. hop on. That and was just your base. Ride it. That was the coolest thing about oh, it. Oh, that was oh, a moving base. I That's r- pretty forgot cool. that was. It, part it was of the always mechanics. moving yeah. somewhere, and the coolest thing about it is you don't load into it. You just climb on it wherever it comes by. God, seamless experiences are just right. the best, dude. So like, yeah. like there's no like, oh, load to my base. There's literally just there it is. Okay, I'm gonna run to it, and then I, you just climb on. <laughs> God, it. my you're, house is leaving. You're Let's in. The, you're in the train. Yeah. Well, I expect to see either uh, the Viking game or this Watch Dogs game pro- probably at um, E3. We're, we're kind of getting close to E3 time, we're like dude. two months away. It's not E3. very far. Yeah. I'm excited. I love E3 time. It's going to be a different experience because Sony's not there and EA's not yeah, there. Dude, so many people are like, yeah. like fuck this. Um, but all the all the uh, publishers like Bethesda and Ubisoft, they're still going to be there. But, but yeah. these people that have pulled out of the actual event itself will probably be telegraphing things around the same time mm-hmm. because they know people are hyper aware to game news during that time during of the year. Time. So they'll probably have their own events or like pre-recorded yeah, nonsense. We didn't talk about this, but world. Sony did their own like little, little Nintendo direct likes like event. Trying the direct life. They're trying to just maybe have smaller announcements sprinkled throughout the year, which mm-hmm. is fine. They don't, they don't usually do that, but I think that's a, it shows like they're they're trying to change and adapt because let's say they don't have all their major games ready for E3. It well, sounds think- like, you know, Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Two, we might not see them this year. Yeah, so that's that's maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I just think people are, are like companies specifically are just being hyper aware to the fact that there is an ever present feedback loop between your customers and you, mm-hmm. especially with all the places people can gather on the internet. So now, people want more communication; they want more access to you. So it'd be silly not to embrace that or to hide yeah. and just go radio silence because the level of access is unprecedented and people really notice when these companies and people aren't, aren't available mm-hmm. because now you could tag anyone on Twitter and be like, yo, what's good with this? And then someone will be like, Oh, here's what's going on. Yeah. So when the, the, you the don't have instant. that interaction, it now in 2019 seems weird. Mm-hmm. So it makes kind of more sense that they want to deliver more information on a more frequent basis and kind of make that the standard. So I can I can see it for sure. Uh, speaking of instant response, and I'm trying to segue into the next topic, which is um, <laughs> Valve is attempting to fight review bombing. I love it, which has been a controversy. Now this this falls into the whole PC civil war we're experiencing right now. Mm. PC, all right. So there used to be the console wars, right? PC versus the consoles versus the. Nintendo versus, you know, mm. all these, that was like a, yes. on the playground, you'd be with your friends and you'd be like, no, Nintendo's better, no, PlayStations. Anyway. We went to the Gateway store and we got a computer. Yeah. There's still a bunch of assholes out there who engage in that. Oh, it's, it's an ever-present For thing. sure. But right now, it seems as though PC is having its own civil war because the battle of the uh, game storefronts are are heating up. And it was revealed that Borderlands 3 is going to be an Epic Store exclusive. It's really a one-sided civil war because you have people that are that care fucking passionately about this. Yeah. And then you have people that just You're saying it's going to be care. And, and, uh, and yep. the really passionate ones are just <laughs> screaming and everyone's like, okay. We just want to okay. like, Yeah, there's the people who just okay, go, dude. I don't care where my games are. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy my no games. One, no one yeah. like fights back. They're just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, dude. So, um, it's, so on, on we get it. PC. Correct. For clarity. Yes. 
there's going to be an exclusive release only in the Epic Game Store. Yeah, Epic right now is is trying to position itself as a bit major storefront, and the way they they're doing just have that, endless money from Fortnite. They have endless money. So. They have so much money right now, and they're buying exclusivity rights to a bunch of major releases, like the latest Metro game, now Borderlands Three, uh, and they're buying like at least a year long exclusivity to their store. Look, um, competition's great, and they're giving developers a bigger cut of profits. And so, I think that's great. It's I great. think that's really cool. good. Yeah. But it's not it's not competition when I know this now we're getting in, we're, we're getting, getting into, into the discussion. Into it, yeah. I'm sorry. It's not competition when the customer doesn't have the choice of where they want to spend their money. Does it's, that make sense? Yeah, but it still is competition about these. It's these competition platforms. between the platforms and the developers and the yeah. publishers. But, that's that's there because because Epic is competing for the uh, the Steam mm-hmm, library. For sure. Right? Well, the idea is they're that trying to the other platforms would want to make it better, so they're they're going to say, oh how how can we edge in this to get the game on our platform, mm-hmm. but also just make it better all around, and right. then that's where the benefit would potent this imaginary future benefit of competition. The, I mean, it could also never ever happen and easy, we just get locked easy into solution to fix this exclusivity would be if steam changed their, if steam changed how much they were giving developers mm-hmm. for sales, that would be an easy solution. But right now it seems as though the, the, a lot of the problem that people have with Epic taking all these, these games and scooping them up is that their store isn't a fully fleshed out store yet. It's not, it doesn't have all the features that these it's, other more it, there's, established. There's not a have. shopping cart. Like that's, that's, there's no shopping cart. There's no. There was up until recently. There was no way to search for games via text. Like there's there's security concerns people are having. So we don't need to dive deeply no. into I mean, that. But I remember when when Steam, Steam? was garbage. Oh, yeah. So you couldn't search in Steam. But for your a long alternative time. at the time was games for Windows Live. And I remember using that yeah. bullshit. And mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, was that a pile of crap? Yeah. Just saying. Glad that's over. Um, Anyway, so what ha- what Steam has done? That is one big pile of shit, it, for sure. Um, so she's, a, she's a tenacious. When Borderlands Three was announced to only be on the Epic Game Store at launch, mm-hmm. um, of course we've discussed we've talked about this before, where people like to review bomb, um, and to kind of the voice mad their, internet dude voice their dissatisfaction. Boy, don't they! Um, so what Valve did was they added some review bombing measures. To their platform, Uh-oh. I think this is really dope. You I mean, think this is you interesting. Mean like yeah. Fandango, like kinda. So what Valve now does with their reviews is any reviews that are made like specifically on certain dates in mass in, quantities in aggregate. Yeah, in like following a pattern of following a, mm-hmm. intent, you could say. Um, and it will separate those scores so it doesn't affect the overall. Mm review scores of the games over the long period of time of its life. Mm-hmm. Right. If that makes sense. And they have, a, they have a few ways to catch this and, and, and mitigate it. Um, and it filters, it adds a se- separate filter for these, these, these review bombing reviews. So you don't need to look at them when you're trying to decide to buy this game, if it's good or not, you don't have to look at the people going boo Epic game store in the reviews. You know what I mean? Like, um, it is pretty cool. There are a few measures that they haven't quite nailed down yet, but for right now, it seems to be working and doing its job as intended. Um, I'm trying to figure out what what was... Uh, yeah, it does it as close to real time as possible whenever you, these reviews happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we talked about this in the past where, like, is is review bombing a legitimate form of, of like, uh, voicing your dissatisfaction with something? Like, that was that was a major talking well, yeah, point, especially in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, in our it's discord definitely dissent 
It is. And and I think I think um for the gamer or like the customer of these products, how else does one voice their opinion rather than going on like Twitter and like adding the company and being like, "Hey, what the hell? This isn't cool." I think those ways are fine and I think review bombing is childish. You think it's childish? Do. You, don't, you don't think it's a yeah. good way to show dissatisfaction? Because I guess it's, no, not, the, because it's you're, not the game's fault. It's not the know? game's it's fault. The it's game's not the game's fault. <laughs> it's not the developer's fault. Like None of those things yeah. are who you're hurting mm-hmm. or the potential customer of this game that you say that you love. Mm-hmm. So when you, you want a sequel for Wouldn't you clearly. want people to play this game so people are going to show up and be like, mm-hmm. some people don't even look past the score. It's, it's going to be below a certain score and they're going, oh, I don't really want to see that. Yeah, you're, you're, only, you're shooting yourself in the foot as a fan of whatever franchise you do this for. Mm-hmm. I just I think it's very short-sighted and very reactionary. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I do agree with you. Um, but I'm also not opposed to like the, the gamer slash customer having a voice. Oh, so, no, like, of, of course. But you do have, you're not voiceless right, right. now. You have like, like we were talking about with, uh, with Sony, the little comment I made about being more accessible. Like you get a response at this point from anyone mm-hmm. on Twitter, any business you at. They're like, oh, we don't want people to see that we're being shitty. Let's fucking yeah. Customer service you. will like DM yeah. you like right yeah. there. Yeah. God, every time I add Comcast, they're always right there. I know. Oh my god. I know. They, I do that shit too. Cares. Did you see the last time they like they offered me money off of my bill because I was I was streaming late night, not even with a camera. I'm like I was doing Destiny One direct from Mixer from sure. the Xbox. And I was just I'll, I'll put this on my channel while I'm just fucking around with Destiny One. And then the internet just cut out. <laughs> and I log in to the account and it's like. Oh, you know, it's it's down for for scheduled maintenance, and I'm like, well, fucking nice that they told us about the scheduled maintenance. I didn't right? get a, a letter or an email my, or whatever. My business depends so, you know, on this. I go off, um, and they're like, oh, we're you know, I'm so sorry. Here's a we, we to have account. to do this because you know things, infrastructure and blah blah blah. Credit and they're to your like, account. Uh, you know, DM us your your full name and, and account information so we can you know give you some money back on it. And I'm like, just honestly keep it and fucking make your infrastructure better. My reply: <laughs> Take your take like, your don't, credit and don't shove give, it. Don't give me money. Just fucking just stop it. <laughs> oh man! You pay for the gaming package? No, Jesus Christ. Gaming but we do package. have a gigabit. Ooh, that so is, that is the which is package. never gigabit. Obviously. Gigabit internet? Yeah, yeah it, it, it is never package. gigabit. They don't. They don't your hardware doesn't they label it, it as that. No, they do. They market it on the website as being for gaming. See, <laughs> the problem that people don't realize is when you have gigabit gigabit connection, you need the hardware to support the gigabit connection. You do. So that is that's not something that they usually tell you. Unfortunately, yeah, that's what until we, you buy whatever, and then they're like, "Oh, this is why it doesn't work." Uh, here, rent yeah. our thing. That's the right. No, that's that. what we. I bought my own mount, my own modem. Yeah. We installed yeah. that here. Yeah, fucking oof, Comcast um, gigabit router. So that brings us to like the last topic of discussion for today. Ooh, um, what is the last topic, Neo? So uh, low light news week. So I thought we would talk about something the internet's been talking about a little bit. Um, which is difficulty in games, and let me mm. let me set the stage for you a little bit. This, set it. This game called Sekiro: Shadows Died Twice came Sekiro. out um, by From Software, the makers of Dark Souls and difficult games in in that vein. Um, very pop. The game is getting stellar reviews, and it seems to be loved by Souls fans and other fans alike. It seems to be doing really well. I do want to play it. It's a game I'm very interested I do in playing. Too. Um, it looks awesome. Good samurai action. I settled for Animusha. Because you know, Switch is very you know, take it with me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the discussion around this game has been, well, it's really, really hard. It's a very like controller breakingly hard game, like like rage inducing, um, and a lot of people have been having a hard time with it. I've seen like a whole scope of arguments against making it more easy 
for an accessible for uh, like increasing the accessibility for people by either putting an easy mode or people who or let's say disabled want better accessibility for the game to so they can have be in the conversation and and talk about this game. I've also seen people going, oh well, journalists just suck at games, and uh, maybe they should just get better at these hard games that people like because. There is a specific group of people that like these games yes. because of the challenge that they pose. And that is, in my opinion, totally fine. What do you guys think? Totally fine. If you want a hard game and they give you the hard game, then screw the people that are asking for the easy mode. Yeah, I mean in the nice in the politest way possible. Yeah. I'm sorry, but this is not the game for you. TLDR uh fucking grow up. Okay. I, I, I uh, feel like that's aggressive. A, as a that's aggressive. That's aggressive. <laughs> that's um, a little aggressive. Well, I was you, gonna, you, I was say easy mode. Well, let me uh, let me just finish your wrap thought. up my my thought in a bow. It's, it's not it's so not, aggressive. It's, it's not TLDR hostile. after all. Um, no. Well, no. I, I'm giving you the TLDR, and then I'm going to give you the now he's giving the, now he's the long read. Um, yeah. yeah, a game is made for the experience the developers want to deliver to you. Agreed. A lot of games have difficulty options, and that's fine. But these games exist purely. Uh, as a difficult game, as part of the right. actual design and the experience, I'm sorry. Play it so you get better and and overcome that obstacle and feel really good about what you've done. Or if you're not feeling it, that's fine. Get the a game ba- is, get a backseat. Gamer. The game's not for you. Get a backseat gamer. Um, games don't have to be for every single person. This analogy doesn't line up exactly, but like there are board, there are like virtual board game games. There are puzzle games. People mm-hmm. don't always like those style of games, but like they exist for a subset of people. Dude, the total, you know? the total war games I saw were used as a prime example. You may like RTS games, but total war, like that game series yeah. is like the hardcore of the hardcore RTS games. And me personally, there is a barrier to entry for that game that yeah. I am just not P- part ready of to the overcome. appeal to that mm-hmm. is because it's so difficult and complicated. It's like just a complicated people game. People want too. that. Yeah. And that delivers to a subset of people and you ruin the experience. You'd water it down by, by introducing a difficulty option to modify it just to experience it. Like you don't have easy mode for puzzles. It just, you fucking figure it out. You got to do it. I yeah. know you have something Go to say. Yeah. Um, so I was gifted in my stream bloodborne. Ooh. Uh, crazy peanut. Shout out. It's a good game. Um, hooked me it's up. It's my first of this style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gifted me a copy of Bloodborne. He kept saying in uh, when I wouldn't play it, like I I downloaded it into the machine mm-hmm. and then I was playing some other game that I needed to finish and like he would just like tweet at me, Bloodborne motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodborne motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's a huge fan. This game is hard. It's very hard. Yes. But it has an intelligence to it. That, yeah. It has an intelligence that can be learned. Mm-hmm. You can learn how to accomplish things and preserve your life more if you learn the mechanics of the game. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, yes. Is not, it is not punishingly difficult in, in an abstract kind of way. Like No, you, if you pay attention, the game literally gives you hints to things. Not even that. Enemy animation. Not even just that. If one you example. inject yourself into the community of the game, like Bloodborne, the yeah, meta conversation. You don't even have to. The game is designed yeah. to have you to, learn to inside to of learn the game stuff. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had Peanut guide me through a good majority of the stuff. Like some of the stuff that he knew I would, it would take me hours to fi- figure out. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to simplify for the stream, mm-hmm. and I was able to get him in there, and he sat in my back seat just talking, 
you know, talking and guiding me through things. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you don't grab that right now, it's going to it's going to be a pain in the ass later. You know, just grab right. that now. You could say that was a slight handicap you might have had while playing. Oh, I definitely would have built in easy mode. Built in easy. Yeah, right. You the ha- your own the easy handicap. Mode. Well, I mean, in both of our interests, we were just trying to Experience simplify time. Mm. And know? it helped you, but it didn't change the playing experience it because not because, change how difficult it because is. he could tell you things about the game all fucking day but if your fingers don't do the right things you're gonna die so you have it's to actually get that. good at playing i just game. needed to learn the patterns correct yeah, like yeah. For that's, the world. that's what i'm saying like yeah. as, knowing or not knowing if you can't do it you can't do it you know yeah. the game's not being adjusted even though you, that you had and, help and and also like youtube can be a huge support system always like, you can just watch and see someone else accomplish it to get an idea like i don't know how many times i've done that in any type of game not even just those types of games right where where because of development poorness like piece of shit decisions that the developer made hmm. like well. i had to look something up because they just didn't give me enough visual cue or anything to figure it out right or it's just broken like in some cases shit's just broken because they never finished a thought right you know like i remember in horizon zero dawn I started following this like it was almost like a ledge and I went, oh, that's the, the symbol or the, like the color of what means a ledge I can climb up. Right, I went, right. OK, I climbed up one ledge and then I saw another one up to the right and I went, oh, another ledge. Great. I mm-hmm. climbed that. Yeah, that's them giving you visual You're cues. Being, right, right. Yeah. Guided. And I guided. kept climbing yeah. until I realized this was just a space where a developer didn't finish his job and I got to nothing. I got to a rooftop, like not a mountaintop. And there was nothing there. There was literally no collectibles, no nothing. And I figured out that this guy just started working and stopped. That's weird. What if it's just like a vantage Maybe point? It, for, no, or it, like it, it a, could also a be strategic a, jumping down on... Well, they had those in the game. There was one actually near where I was. Yeah. It was like this, like, it would spy you into the world of the past and you'd be able to see what it used to look like, mm-hmm. which was really mm-hmm. cool. So this was right near there. But, like, I definitely determined after... I followed this, what what would you call that? Like a MacGuffin? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be a MacGuffin. I, a I, cookie trail. I really think... Crumbs. crumbs breadcrumbs. Bread yeah. Breadcrumbs. I really think that you just have missed whatever they Well, it could be that it's... It could be... It could be that it's a secret Easter egg that somebody will find out eventually that I stumbled upon but never found, you know? I don't even mm-hmm. think it's that deep. I think you just missed but whatever it was supposed to do. Yeah. Whatever. Which um, is... which. Sometimes they could be obscure about yeah. what they're meaning you to do in this location. But, I mean, if anything, and game design is very intentional, especially when the product's released. And you're not going to have, like, areas that go nowhere. You'll have bugs and shit, but you're not going to have, like, half of an area. A great know? example. I'm playing through. Yeah, I guess you could. But I there's, feel the, like There's also don't. truth to, like, game development over years getting better. Um, and I've illustrated this numerous times with my anecdote about Half-Life mm-hmm. when I played that. Mm. But recently I was playing BL2 from Borderlands 2 from 2012. And there was this part where they don't tell you a fucking thing because the way they do it in there, they just have a diamond icon on where you need to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they don't have like a, in the newer games, they have like, like in the division, they have a fucking arrow, like a line, a color, and you follow that color and it goes right to where you need to be, right? right? Um, They don't have that then. It was just a diamond on the map. And you got to figure out how to get to that diamond. Yeah, you got to figure out how to get to that diamond. There's not there's not a mini map in the original Borderlands one or two, is there? Two no, there is because I remember them yeah, saying two, they, add, they added the mini map 
to the remaster of one, I believe. One sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is one and two. There's definitely got one it. and two. Yeah, I did reinstall that this week. But I got see. lost. I was literally lost for like 20 or 30 minutes yeah, trying, trying to, to figure out how to get to this one icon. And I looked online. Sure enough, I went to a forum and instantly I typed in the name of the mission how to and, and whatever icon. And sure enough, there was a whole forum of people not knowing how to get to this icon as well. No. And it was so obvious when the answer was told to me, but they didn't put any visual cues to tell you you had to do that. Right. Now, now to relate it back to back to Sekiro and like that conversation, yeah. do you think the Borderlands thing of them making it hard for you to find, is that like, should you be like, no, developers, you should make this easier for me to finish your missions and not give me the clues and tools to complete it? You know, I mean, you know, you see how I'm trying to bring it back. In the concept of Sekiru or Bloodborne, I think it's smart the way they're doing it. It's intelligent. Mm -hmm. Like you have to figure it out and then you have to travail it. In the case of Borderlands, I think it's just lazy. Now, let's think now let's relate it to your experience with Uncharted 4. Right. Well, I chose that. Right. You did. Because, okay, so I guess with Uncharted, you can choose whichever difficulty you want to play. They even have just like a story mode where you can just that's, play that's the, the story. thing with Uncharted. Yeah. They want you, they want you to play their movie. Uncharted is a movie. Yes. And if there's a barrier to that movie because of difficulty, they don't want it there. So that's a variable part of the game. Yeah, they literally, I think they much, literally have a movie mode in yeah, that. Yeah. In the design of the game, a game like uh, like Sekiro or any of these, you know, Souls like uh, games under this umbrella. They want you. Death is a to, part of the strategy. To be, like mm. brutalized until you figure it out and get that sense of like euphoria and accomplishment. No, de- de- as Peanut said to me when yeah. we were playing live, he's like, "Death is a part of the strategy. Strategy of this game. Born, yeah. You want to die so you can learn more. You learn from death. Yeah, yeah, that's the you, idea. You learn from yeah. The and and Sek- Sekiro is not technically a Souls game, uh, Felix. It, there's no, no, there's no sort of experience and and. Yeah, yeah plays, it doesn't fit a little in yeah, umbrella. It's, it's more of like an action, an action role playing game rather than just a full on role playing game like uh, Death, uh, Dark Souls games are, mm-hmm. um, which I think is cool. I think it, it makes it makes it actually the fo- the focus is more on your skill because of that. You need to be good at the combat in order to to get better at this game. More than likely, the developers of this game were Sekiro. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sekiro were fully inspired by early Ninja Gaiden games. Oh yeah, do they? Um, were fucking impossible. From software, they that's like that's like their bread and butter. Like back in the day, they did like the MechWarrior games or whatever as well. But like they they you should look up their lineage. From software has a very long lineage of like pretty just challenging games. Yeah, um, Ninja Gaiden were not easy. I mean, you talk to our buddy uh, Old Jack Burton. Sure. Mm-hmm. Old Jack Jack Burton is a huge fan of Ninja Gaiden. I'm I played Ninja Gaiden year. I love on the on the, the Nintendo. Old, the old, ones? Yeah, but Ninten- he's not yeah. talking about that one. He's talking about like the re release that came out. Like uh like the Xbox Core yeah. Ten. Yeah, the Xbox yeah. like three D. He's a huge fan of that. Yeah, he said that that was just as challenging as the early game and like was really a good game. And uh but it, it's because of the challenge. Yeah, I mean same uh Ninja Gaiden was like a ninja themed Mega Man almost. And those games, again, same idea, thrive on you failing to learn and progressing past a difficult moment. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a lane that games have existed in. And I think to cheapen that by just putting in an easy mode is just, it's Like it's Dead stupid. Cells. Do I get mad when I don't get past the second section a yeah. hundred times? No. no. Nintendo does this for their games, for like Mario and, and some other things. They'll 
literally give you an easy mode. They're saying, oh, oh, we see you're dying a lot. Would you like to enable invincible mode? Like for Even Metal yeah, Gear Solid Five does that for too. games. Oh, does they it? Give you, they give you a fucking chicken hat oh, if you God. do it. They make they make your character wear a chicken hat. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Now the only game in terms of like difficulty level games, games with multiple difficulty. Mm-hmm. The only game that has done it the most honestly and has done it right, in my experience, is God of War, the most recent God of War. Because they literally had a game mode that they recommend you play called Balanced. Mm-hmm. And then they had Give Me God of War mode. Now, that difficulty mm-hmm. is truly exactly the opposite of the other one, unbalanced. You literally, for every single NPC, you're fighting It's like Dark Souls a boss. Mm-hmm. You're fighting a boss. Yep. Every little NPC is a boss. It's really hard to kill them. They all have like this like super-powered upgrade mode that they go into once you start killing them. And where they get a new health bar that's like super hard. Like I couldn't even get, and I've said this on the show, but I'll reiterate for new, new people listening. I couldn't even get out of the tutorial of Give Me God of War mode. <laughs> I remember I, mean, I could struggle. Okay, let's back you, up. You chose not let's to. Let's be clear. You let's chose clear. not to. I could have. It was too brutal. But it would have been too time consumed. Yes. It would have taken me too many hours of stream time to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's proof positive. Proof positive of that is the amount of streamers I heard who took four or five or six hours just to get out of the tutorial. Right. Trying to accomplish it on Give Me God of War mode. Once you get out of there and start upgrading your gear and get stuff and get new armor and all that shit, that mode becomes manageable, Mm -hmm. but it's not manageable when you're in the tutorial. But it's nice that games like that give you the option to give you that difficulty. The reason balanced, and the term is really great, the reason why the balanced playthrough works is because your output is equal to your damage. So, Felix, do you think it's fair for a game to only give you the give me God of War mode? I'm just going to... Do you, Would you well, think it's well, fair? That, Let's say God I'm of saying. War was I, just I would that. have to see if if there's anything on your side. Like, In I get really frustrated when I play a game when it doesn't feel like there's anything available to me to to overcome the feat. There's never going to be that. I'm really going to have to try well, this game A well-designed out. game will never. That'll right. never be an issue. Yeah, I know. I gotta I try the Sekiro out. I and think that's I, what I think I'm really saying. Like, I never felt that I, way about. I really want to. I day. put Bloodborne down because it's hard, mm-hmm. but I never felt that Bloodborne was cheating the fuck out of me, which is I, good. Yeah. I never felt that way, and that seems to be the consensus about Sekiro. It's yeah. not cheating you, but it is. It is telling you. It's showing you regularly how difficult it is. It is not Look, an easy peasy game. I'm sure people are frustrated, but there are fucking games out there. Get that back just in there, dude. Like what, do you, what do you think dude. about? Okay, so what do you think about like the accessibility angle of it? Well, that, that people you are, said that, and I'm not really clear on what that means. So, like, for someone who is disabled and might have to use, like, let's say, Xbox's adaptive controller, which is which is the that controller. Do you see that controller? Yeah, you but is that causing the game to not play as fast? Or well, like, what about the ability to like just remap buttons to make it easier for you? Oh, the game doesn't That's, allow remapping. The Xbox itself, the console-wide remapping, you can do on the Xbox. Okay, there's you can always remap always it. make it work for whatever you you need to work, and I think the accessibility. Uh, excuses a cop out by mm-hmm. people that that are still arguing this thing and they want to sound smart or sound like inclusive, mm-hmm. but it really isn't because you're pointing out someone's shortcoming and saying, "Oh, we need to we need make the, sure yeah that these guys can play." But if you have someone who is disabled in any way and is a video game fan, they're not going to want to water down Sekiro. They're going to want to fucking play Sekiro. Exactly. I think it's, I think it's condescending to say, "Well, as much we, as oh, they, we got to give these we guys, have to, we have to make it mode. easier because yeah. like they're disabled and have to use a different controller." To be honest I, with I'm you, I'm sure, and I'm speaking for them, and I'm not disabled, so I really don't have this 
position. I'm just going to put that out there. But I feel like someone would want to be like, no, fuck no, dude. Give me the full video game because I have. I want to play what everyone else. I is have playing, a controller yeah. that works for me, and I can remap buttons, and I can make it fit. Let me have the experience you're having. Mm-hmm. That's that's anyone who is disabled anyway just wants to have the same experiences. Anyone who is blessed enough to be able-bodied does. I think mm-hmm. it just comes down. Well, to that's, that. that's what I'm saying. So that, that whole argument to me just e- is, e- can you throw it out the window? Even the term disability is not like some people don't prefer you to use that to refer to right them. because because their experience is is being judged off of a norm that is only a norm because more people are this way yeah mm-hmm. right yeah no clip actually put out a video this week about about it about difficulty in games uh, relating to sekiro that's something I, got, I gotta watch i almost wish we had someone on the show right now who was like an advocate for the other side yeah because we all seem to be like no this is the game this is the way developers made the game this is how they want you to play the I game i'd love to tell someone that they're wrong <laughs> that, I, I do it all the time. That, yeah. I do. I love doing it, man. I, I'm fucking in there all day. Would that person be here though? It would be Maybe. somebody we don't like who's very nonsensical. And I wouldn't logic. say that. I, I look. I, I'm sure there are people out there that, that I'm very much known believe as the guy in the Discord who's that. like a fucking like like I'll bite your head off. You know, what I mean, like I'm like, why are you doing? You this? do. You do. I do. You chomp, uh, bitey. I do. I do chomp. But um, I always want to know. What goes on on the on the other on my side of thinking? I want to know what goes on on the other side. Oh, of thinking. for sure. I always want to know. No, you got to why or like what's why 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 different than me? Yeah. <laughs> if that's right, you know what right. I mean. Like that's it basically. Yeah, basically. I know, and I was giving you shit for giving Andy for shit giving about, Andy shit. about yeah. the division. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, but I just I'm just curious. Like yeah. I want to know like why is this more appealing than this thing? Well, right. for you know, no, I do, I do. Uh, at the heart of it, I do understand that mindset, wanting right. to understand. What gets I you wasn't going about, him sh- for about the record, this game? Wasn't giving him shit. No, no, for it. I know. I wasn't. I, I wasn't giving him shit for it. I just want to make sure you weren't trying to like back end. But you know what? To... Andy presses my buttons, and he knows he's pressing my buttons so when you, he you, says things. So you give it a little bit more of an edge for I Andy do, specifically. I do. I, I yeah. unleash the beast, so to speak, more <laughs> when Andy's involved. He is. He is a trolley dude. So a can, little. Bit. You can definitely well, rip that, him a little bit. More. I mean, that's one of the reasons why. Like when I listen to, you know, and not political, but like when I want. So, for instance, I was listening to a lot of Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and I, I define that. I don't know how you guys define it, but I define his political leanings as center-right. That's what how I... He's, I can see that. Who's got smokes, a lot who of, smokes marijuana. Yeah, but he's got a lot of center views, and mm-hmm. then he also has some you know, acceptance for some of the right... Pick a he's side, more, he's bro. More of like a, no, he seems I'm to be more of like a libertarian. <laughs> That's what he comes off as. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so I listened to him for the center-right, but then I also listened to Mark Maron, who seems to be more like center-left. You know, like, and both of their guests seem to cross over. So yeah. he'll, they'll both have the same dude on. Like, they'll both have Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Mm-hmm. And they both have a different perspective. And they're both, you know. Different questions are thrown yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's refreshing to hear both. Right. Right. It's refreshing to see both sides. No, that's why of the I, I wouldn't mind having a conversation with someone who was like, this is why we need the easy modes. Yeah. This, like, I would like to, I would like to have a conversation either on a podcast or over whatever online. Um, about it, but I just think it's interesting that people are talking about it now when there are games from the old days, like fucking Legend of Zelda 1 and 2, which are really hard games with... I didn't even fucking understand that game. High barriers I was just playing entry. that fucking recently. Fuck 2. No, two, li- 2 is ridiculously like, what do you fucking do in that game? And I have the game when you know, on my get Switch right now. It's like, what the Guys, fuck is it? when you get Nintendo Switch online, you get it. it's yeah, in yeah. there. That's what, that's what we're talking I, about. Yeah. I have this on my 3DS because I was a Nintendo ambassador. 3DS ambassador. Yeah, me too. Got the full, too. The full thing spent, on there, it means, and All that means is mean you spent $250 I'm, on a, a 3DS. That's, that's what it yeah, means. Yeah. But I, I went into Legend of Zelda, like the first game. What's it called? 
is it just called the, the Legend, Legend of Zelda? Legend of Zelda. The next one was have... Adventures of Link. Okay, so I went into one of them that's available in Nintendo yeah. Online, and I'm playing it, and there's like. I don't even know what that what I'm supposed to fucking do. Game doesn't there, tell you. There are some moments of that game where I'm like, how would you ever? And there's like no hints. Like at one point, you have to burn a specific bush to uncover a set of stairs that goes down into one of the dungeons. But I don't remember anyone no ever yeah. like telling you, even like very you know obtusely, uh, find the bush or find the right thing. Like there's there's not mm-hmm. that kind of like guidance in that game at all. You just have to bump into the world there's yeah. until um, until you do it. you guys familiar with ego raptor no he's an anime he's an he has like an animator he's an animator on youtube mm-hmm. um he did a video about the Mega Man games about how in the old days the game just let you do things and you figured things out by playing the game right but then Mega Man Wait, x did, games came out did he was this he like the, Mega Man, Mega Man. then all right, yes, i've definitely yes. seen that video about um, how well it teaches you like to learn right the older failure was that the guy again that's part of the learning process was that the guy who was bitching about stories being in games it no, sounds no, like no, the this, same this guy. guy like this he specific video. Things. Like he'll draw a cartoon, oh. like yeah, he his does. own cartoon style he did, like, or the flash animations. Ones too. There was a guy who did yeah. a video. He was so well, angry. Okay. What? I wasn't. I wasn't done oh, you were explaining what thought. was. What was the thing? I'm sorry. Go yes. ahead. So he compares the old Mega Man's to the X Games, which are newer, and he talks about how the X Games hold your hand every second. They always have something pop up to interrupt you to, to tell you what's going on, rather than show you via gameplay what you need to learn, yeah, right? Yeah. So like the old games did that by t- showing you the, en- the the boss that you're about to kill is using the attack you're about to get. So you can see how he's using him on you and then that teaches you how to use the skill, right? Once you earn it. Yeah. In X, fucking, he, he made a joke of like, Roll pops in, the girl who helps you in X, uh, and she goes, Mega Man, Mega Man, I need to tell you about how to use your jump boots and whatever. And that was just a running, it was a running gag throughout yeah. his video. Sorry, Felix. Go go ahead. I just wanted, no, 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 I just wanted no. to compare that. I'm uh, just thinking it might be the same guy because there was a guy who was really pissed off in like a video mm-hmm. talking about how he's like, why the fuck are they injecting every... He Some of those themes crossed over. Yeah, but he was like, why are they injecting stories into all my games? And like one of the things he pointed out was that Tetris game that has a fucking elaborate story. What? A Tetris game has a story? There's an elaborate... Tetris. I, don't even, I don't know what this is. Yeah, he, he yeah that movie's up, still getting made, I think. There's a Tetris game that has this elaborate bas- like story, and it's crazy. I don't think it would be the same guy because probably this he's, guy's he's got a video, very specific style. Yeah, yeah. that your, that video doesn't sound like what this guy would put out in terms of his content. He wouldn't do like an angry "Why is this happening?" video. He would just do a funny animated expose about it. Exactly. Um, I mean, look. You guys know where yeah, I stand. That's, this is the, I think this is the video sequelitis, uh, Mega Man Classic versus Mega Man X. That, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm a fan of the difficulty. Don't make it easier. I was. I'm. I'm rewatching comedians and cars getting coffee because I love that that series. Mm-hmm. And in one of the earliest episodes, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, he says, he's like, I believe pain or yeah, uh, pain is knowledge rushing in to fill a gap. Ooh, that's a good one. Right. He's I like, like that. One. He's like, if you stub your toe. Like it hurts, and but it tells you, you fucking know what mm-hmm. you did, and you mm-hmm. didn't know that that was going to happen before. But now you fucking do. You're not gonna. You're gonna watch your toe yeah. around that corner. I like that. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, it's a, it's an amazing perspective. It's really good. Uh, the guy's name is Maddox. Cool. That's the guy. Different cool. guy, right? Talking about putting stories in games. Very different guy. Yeah. Yeah. Very different guy. He's an it's, animator. Ego Raptor. Things I hate about modern gaming. Stories. Yeah. <laughs> stories. I like oh, stories. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but <laughs> Yeah, that's the very specific mindset to have. Yeah. Um not necessarily about design itself. Yeah. Um 
anyway, anyway, I think that's a good point, point place to end. We had that talk we about the things. We good, did it. Good stuff, my dudes. All right, yeah, also, man. I'm going to sign off sign uh, with uh, my name is Neo Yoshi. Uh, I've been Neo Yoshi. I've been. <laughs> uh, you Still can find am. me at Twitter, Neo underscore Yoshi, and Twitch at Neo on Yoshi, no underscore there. I'm um, going to be playing more Division. I'm going to try and just hop in and just get, get stuff done. I'm just going to get stuff done and get ready for that raid, y'all. Yeah, I have to do that, too. All right. I'm, to you. I'm Trip Zero. You guys can find me on uh, Mixer and now Twitch again. It's Trip Zero TV. Back, baby. Um, I stream weekdays. Monday through Friday, 12 to 8 is my current schedule. Schedules might be shifting, though. I'm trying to find the right, like, groove for playing with people, having the solo time, all that stuff. So Mondays are iffy, um, considering going Tuesdays through Thursdays. Times may shift later. None of that's relevant to right now. Follow me there. Follow me on Twitter. It's the same thing, Trip Zero TV, so you'll know what's happening, when is happening with the stream. Uh, I do a lot of Destiny primarily, but like Neo, I do want to get back into the Division 2. Yeah, please do. And get ready for that raid, because I definitely want to tackle that. Come on, come on man. Let's play ASAP. together this well, week. I'm not, I'm not not there, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm in the world tiers. Let's I'm working up. my way up. up yeah, bro. for sure. 100%. Yeah. I, I had to play Destiny this past week, because it was a full curse week. Cool. Meaning there were, only, uh, there were certain collectibles that I can only get this week. And I actually did get the ship from the Dreaming City. I saw you post that. That, that only drops from the Shattered Throne. Like, Congratulations. Jesus Christ Good on these job, drop man. rates. Like, I just got lucky. Oh, it's just it's 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 RNG. It's all it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which is which is a shame because it prevents me from having certain titles because I haven't gotten these things to drop yet. Mm-hmm. So I do want to sure for people get them world tier five in division two. Yeah, I want to get people up there so we can all yep. play together. And I'm world tier two, but I'm sure I can get up even faster with like. You know, playing with someone who's higher and just like and oh, getting drops. Oh, and I'll shit come. Like that. I'll sherpa yeah, you, yeah. bro. I'll yeah. sherpa you. are real good. Cool, 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 cool. Felix. Uh, and this is Felix Hergood. Uh Felix Hergood on Twitch. Felix Hergood on Mixer. And I do a live stream where it's Mixer and Twitch at the exact same time. And right now I'm jumping between Division Two and Borderlands Two. And periodically I do couch co-ops where I play Nintendo Switch. And there's a bunch of stuff. Um, a lot of fun games coming down the pike. Noise. Awesome. All right, dudes. That's been the show. We will uh, see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Later. Now that Jeff Johns is like smacking his dick on the table. Like, oh God. there's dicks. We got to We got to do it. Now. We got to We got to get this done, guys. Like, I think, you know, I looked at Aquaman, right? Mm-hmm. And then now we just recently saw Shazam. Shazam and Aquaman had panels that were straight from the comics. They yeah. basically were like, they were like, and that's true of BVS. BVS had panels that were straight from comics. Yeah. But they were picked at random by Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder had panels that were from, in BVS, uh, the Death of Superman comic. Mm-hmm. Then he then he mix matched that with Dark Knight uh, Returns. Dark Knight Returns panels. Like he basically had this vision of like putting it all together into a soup, and it sucked, mm-hmm. right? A soup. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot wrong with those movies. She was made in a cup, but with like that soup. Shazam-